אתם עם SBS בעברית. שלום אוסטרליה. Tensions are high in Jerusalem today as the city braces itself for the flag march scheduled to go through the old city of Jerusalem this afternoon. Last year, the Jerusalem Day flag march, in which thousands of Jewish Israelis celebrated the anniversary of Israel's conquest of the old city of Jerusalem in 1967, led to rocket attacks from Gaza, sparking an 11-day Gaza-Israel war and sparking unprecedented violence in other mixed cities around the country. Yesterday, former Hamas chief Khaled Mashal said in a speech carried by Hamas-affiliated media that Muslims across the world should take to the streets tomorrow in a day of anger for Jerusalem. U.S. President Biden last week requested that Israel alter the route of the march so that it did not use the Damascus Gate and parade through the Muslim quarter. But Prime Minister Bennett said that the traditional route was approved for this one occasion in the year. A request to hold a similar match a few weeks ago was barred by police. Extreme right MK Itamar Ben-Gvir has announced that he intends to visit the Temple Mount ahead of the march. The Shimbet will reassess the situation in a few hours and contain any violence that results from the visit. Other celebrations of the historic capture of the eastern part of Jerusalem from Jordan in 1967 include the recitation of Hallel prayers in synagogues and other public spaces and singing and dancing on stages around the city. Thousands will flock to the Kotel to both pray and celebrate access to Jerusalem's holy site from which Jews were barred for 19 years prior to the Six-Day War. Celebrations began last night as hundreds of people danced under a huge Israeli flag at the Kotel. In a statement issued on Wednesday, the U.S. Embassy banned all its government employees, as well as their families, from entering the old city any time today. On Tuesday, the Shimbet Security Agency and police said that they had arrested five men and foiled their plan and other Israeli targets, as well as to kidnap Israeli soldiers, and bomb the Jerusalem light rail using a drone. Security authorities said the cell of terrorists was led by Rashid Rashak, a prominent Hamas operative, a resident of the old city of Jerusalem. CNN said on Tuesday that it had conducted its own inquiry into the death of Al Jazeera journalist Shirin Abu Akleh in Jenin on May 11th and said the results suggested she was deliberately targeted by Israeli forces. The IDF said the allegation was entirely unfounded. The IDF has not ruled out that Abu Akleh was accidentally killed by Israeli fire, but said Palestinian gunmen may also be at fault. It has said it can make no determination while Palestinians refused to hand over the bullet that killed her for forensic examination. Meanwhile, Hebrew media during the week reported the police had ignored a recommendation from the Shin Bet in the lead-up to the Jerusalem funeral of Abba Akleh, urging that it allowed the procession to pass undisturbed. Police responded, saying that the alleged recommendations were not known to them. The Jerusalem District Court on Wednesday ruled against four Jerusalem teenagers who prayed on the Temple Mount. reversing a lower court's decision, which Palestinians and Jordan had claimed was a violation of the status quo. The four suspects were arrested last week by police and given a 15-day ban from the Old City for bowing down and reciting Shema Yisrael at the Temple Mount, in violation of the status quo by which Muslims may pray, uh, pray at the site while non-Muslims are barred from partaking in any ritual activity. 
The teens appealed the ban, arguing that they had read media reports in which Israeli police commissioner Kobi Shabtai guaranteed all three religions freedom of worship in Jerusalem. The judgment on Wednesday said a right to freedom of Jewish worship on the Temple Mount is not absolute and should be superseded by other interests, among them safeguarding of public order. The son and two grandchildren of M.K. Arid Strock of the Religious Zionism Party were on Tuesday night after rocks thrown by a Palestinian attacker hit their car on a highway in the northern West Bank, causing the driver to lose control of the vehicle and causing the car to crash. The Palestinian Red Crescent Emergency Service reached the scene first and treated the family before they were taken to hospital. The Knesset Finance Committee authorised the transfer of 740 million shekel in pre-approved funding for the Arab community on Tuesday. The authorisation came following an agreement made two weeks ago between the coalition and its Islamic Ram faction, as Ram returned to the coalition after freezing cooperation with the government for three weeks. The funds had been slowed down due to bureaucracy and other priorities within the government ministries, including reluctance from the coalition's right wing. Interior Minister Ayala Shaked said that the funding had been distributed as a routine matter from the government's pre-existing five-year plan for the community. The Office of Foreign Minister Yair Lapid directed the removal of bureaucratic barriers for the funds. A poll released on Friday found that most Israelis think the current government will collapse within six months. If an election was held today, Benjamin Netanyahu's opposition bloc would win 59 seats, just one shy of a majority in the 120-seat Knesset. The parties in Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's governing coalition would be reduced to 55 seats. More Israelis support Netanyahu for Prime Minister than any other candidate. In a last-minute change, a female military officer was barred from leading a swearing-in service at the Western Wall, the Kotel, on Thursday. The IDF said the reversal followed a request Heritage Foundation, the government body responsible for managing the site. A spokesperson said the female IDF educational officer who planned to lead the ceremony was asked not to do so by the Civilian Foundation. The commanders on site accepted the request, which was an error in judgment of those present, and they did not consult their senior commanders. The IDF said the incident will be investigated and stressed that it does not prohibit women from leading official ceremonies. Foreign Minister Yair Lapid and Turkish Foreign Minister Mevlut Kavusoglu discussed the potential return of their country's ambassador during a one-on-one meeting on Wednesday at the Foreign Ministry. Lapid and Kavusoglu also discussed Hamas during their meeting. Israel is adamant that Turkey curb Hamas terror activities from its territory before full diplomatic ties can be restored. Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas hosted Turkish Foreign Minister Kavusoglu on Tuesday night in Ramallah. Kavuzoglu emphasised that Turkey's relationship with Israel would not impact on its stance on the Palestinian cause. Israel's Minister of Innovation, Science and Technology, Arit Farkash Hakohan, and Moroccan Minister of Higher Education, Scientific Research and Innovation, Abdul Latif Mirawi, signed the first government-to-government agreement to facilitate tech 
and science collaboration between the two countries on Thursday. During closing remarks, it's the three-day Israel-Morocco Connect to Innovate Technology and Business Conference in Casablanca on Wednesday. Fakasha Cohen said both countries have an amazing opportunity to collaborate and address the common challenges that should not be missed. And the Firkut al-Nur Orchestra has become the first Israeli orchestra to perform in Egypt in 40 years. The event took place as part of Israel's 74th Independence Day celebrations at the Israeli Embassy in Cairo. Ariel Cohen, the conductor and co-founder of the orchestra, described the excitement of being able to perform in the Arab country. I couldn't hold back my tears. Egyptian music has always been a big part of my artistic life. Personally, performing there for me was a dream come true. This is Peter Jones-Pelach reporting for SBS Radio and wishing everybody a very celebratory Yom Yerushalayim. רוצים לשמוע עוד סיפורים? האזינו דרך האפל פודקאסט, גוגל פודקאסט, ספוטיפיי, או בכל מקום אחר בו ניתן להאזין לפודקאסטים.